To create with no excuses. Listen to this. Creativity is a combination of discipline and a childlike spirit, says Robert Greene. Now, Robert is an American author of books on strategy, power, and seduction. Anyhow, welcome, my lovely and amazing people, to another of the Hope Ignites Healing Podcast with your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa. I'll tell you that this is a space where we speak everything holistic health and healing. And we are in the season this year of Create. We are creating holistic health with ease. That is in our minds, our bodies, and all else. And I mean relations with people and spaces around us. And this week, we are talking about creating with no excuses. Last week was amazing again. Thank you so much for joining me as we articulated how we are going to create this year. I already see amazing um, feedback, comments of people that are so ready to take this on and run with it. Trust me, you are not alone. I am with you on this. So let's go deeper today. And this week, as we talk about how do we then create with no excuses, we talked about what we are going to do. Now it is the how, doing it with no excuses. And as usual, I will start at story time. Now I recall a particular, this story is about me and my medical practice. I remember this particular well-achieved professor in medical school. But one thing about this particular professor is that he was trauma on its own hang on hang on that's not where the story should end don't turn off the story will end well this particular professor he was trauma to the students while on the woods me inclusive but i'll tell you i encountered him in my internship here not undergrad he was definitely of age and i got to meet him while rotating on the surgical wards in one of uganda's top hospitals now he had been described to be so cruel mean, impatient, and a true definition of trauma, by the way, considering that internship was traumatizing enough. With all those crazy work hours, honestly, I look back and I'm like, how did I even do it? Anyhow, listen to my story about this professor. Now, I dreaded his words and hoped that I would skip that rotation because we had a chance to skip some of them. Well, I had not prayed hard enough. Now, my first day on that ward, I arrived earliest, not because I was eager, but because I wanted to spend more time understanding the dynamics in which he operated. And maybe if I went in earlier, it wouldn't be so bad. I would be emotionally and psychologically ready. I look back and I ask myself, how did I do these things? Like how I look back and I'm like, did I know what I was doing? Anyhow. His days for the ward rounds were something else. The whole ward was on tension and walking on eggshells. And the day he walked into the ward for the rounds was the day I confirmed all my fears as described prior. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It was such trauma. But I tell you, it's not always gray. There's always silver somewhere. The more I listened and watched him in his rounds the more I realized that I was getting less tense. And because he was so meticulous, this great clinical professor was where he was because he was 
detailed. Now it's that detail that drove him to drive everybody nuts for not being detailed. And you know, it's always easier to be ordinary. Okay. It's usually the easier path to go. His clinical skills were great. Granted, I mean, he was a professor, but his non-clinical touch to his patients were something to reckon with. Oh my goodness. As I watched him, for a while, I realized that because of him agitating us and everybody else, what really caused him that agitation was us losing the etiquette and kindness that's required for non-clinical skills with the patients. Now, while he tra traumatized us on knowing the patient's files in and out and having to present throughout the presentation on the rounds without referring to a file, that's what he made you do. And when you dared to open the file or you dared to, to say something that wasn't true about a patient, he would holler at you and it would be such a sin. But listen to me. I realized that he was intent on his students building a relationship with a patient, not allowing a clinical file to obscure your view of the patient to which your eyes really needed to focus. Observing them and their behavior regarding their illness. Isn't that amazing? I realized that him asking you to master and literally cram the details of the patient, that if you sat down and got to know your patient, these things would flow without you having to open the patient file. And this is exactly what this professor was doing. Oh my goodness, he had been so mean, well, I thought. But this is a professor who taught us the importance of calling a patient by their name, not their disease, and the discipline of knowing our patient's file off head. Now, that is depth. That is the discipline that I learned, and I'll tell you, that has carried me to death. I didn't even realize that the lesson started there. And what is my lesson in my short story? I realized later, as I did family medicine training for my master's, that the personal relationship I build with a patient, knowing their name, their illness, and them as a person before a disease, will take extra effort and work for sure. But that exactly is what will give greater treatment outcomes to a patient. And this is research best. Guess what? My research paper in my um, master's in family medicine was in that area. Patient-centeredness and giving treatment outcomes for a patient that are great and long-lasting. Guess what? One of them is the depth of the relationship you have with your patient. Wasn't that amazing? That lesson on discipline that caused us to get traumatized, it's because extraordinary takes extra work. And this is discipline. Creating no excuses was exactly what that professor did. Now, in this journey of holistic health, I now know with all my heart that discipline is the only way one wins in almost anything in life. Actually, to have whole health, discipline is the backbone. And it is the how-to. I have learned that discipline is that choice made that lies between any two extreme worlds, the good and the not so good. And listen to this. Discipline lies between illness and health. And I'm talking about you committing to your prescribed management plan requires discipline. Discipline lies between your dreams and reality. 
I'm talking about you seeing and acting according to what your dream looks like and not what you really are in the present. The discipline to do what it takes to get to what you see in your dream. That is discipline. Discipline lies between your goals and accomplishment. Discipline lies between your motivation and your growth. Discipline lies between what I know now, your glow and your gray. To get to the glow, the line in between, the dots that connect the two, the bridge is discipline. Isn't that amazing? Now, what it all takes is you to choose discipline. And that's what we call self-discipline. It's a commitment to self. And this is what discipline is. It is you making a promise to yourself and committing to keeping it. What happens is that your brain relearns to trust you. It's a new lesson to your brain. Now, what was happening is that previously broken promises to yourself caused the brain to shut off trusting you as a defense and healing mechanism to itself. Now, you know, our bodies are meant to heal themselves. So as the brain sees you going on and on and on, making promises that you do not fulfill to yourself, it shuts off because these broken promises cause internal stress and stress hormones from you failing to fulfill them. So your brain then shuts off. So you have to reteach the brain to trust you. It's creating new neural pathways for the new discipline that you are attempting to relearn. Isn't that amazing? And when you teach your brain to follow these small disciplinary steps you've taken to self, new neural pathways are being formed is what I mean. Your brain is relearning, connecting from your brain to that part of the body that you are teaching. Is it your legs? Is it writing? Is it your eyes to read? You're creating a new pattern. So the question is, how then do you start? I have said so much about the literal meaning, but now it is the actual practical detail. How do you start? First, make those small promises to yourself and keep them. I'll tell you, I've mastered my holistic health routine, but of course we are coming from the festive season and I wasn't as consistent. So when I got home, I delayed to start it through the year. I'll tell you my people, As of last week or two weeks ago, I started to struggle. I started to see myself falling back on my well-beings and my body, my mind and everything I had to deliver started to struggle. Guess what? I started again. Just small five minutes for each one of them and I have managed to keep the consistency all over again. Now look, your brain isn't asking for too much and that there are trophies to be won when you accomplish. No, your body is simply asking for completion, that tick that you will make. And two is to finish that small one, to do it to completion and tick the box. Whatever you chose, finish it. And three, create a pattern of completing small promises to yourself. Now, what happens is that your brain relearns that pattern. And four, try to do this for 21 days. Whatever you've chosen, take it for 21 days. What is happening? You're making a habit. And if it goes to 60 days, it is becoming automatic. And to 90 days, trust me, you will have made a lifestyle that you will not change. 
And this was the reason that I did the 21 day discipline challenge that I created most recently. That was amazing. I'm still getting testimonies about the ladies changing their health. And it is amazing. It's actually one of those things I didn't realize how deep it was. Now, I'll tell you that some of these ladies read a book to completion they'd never done before. Some of them, one of the ladies particularly actually said, I have never followed through something consistently for 10 days about her health specifically. Another one said she got to complete her journal, her journal that she has been designing to serve her people. She'd put it on hold for a while. Another managed to contain, to manage to lose weight by choosing intermittent fasting consistently and exercising consistently. I will go on and on and on. It might need another podcast to tell you the benefits that came from these choices that these ladies made. Now, these are the things that I learned from my mentors and I did not know that it was talking about discipline. One called it the 30-day challenge to tick a box on your calendar for 30 days. That is Terry Savelle Foy, one of my great mentors. The other called it the no excuses woman. This is the way she mastered how to get her life back together after failing at uni and losing her college degree scholarship. She's now an international sought after life and business coach. That is Courtney L. Sanders. And then the one Ugandan lady in my story who teaches planning and that you can plan your whole year and all its meals before it even starts, the discipline of carrying it through, her results are amazing. And that is Manuela Molondo. So thank you ladies for impacting my life. If others could do it, and I have seen that they are actually extraordinary, the ones that I have that have done it, I could as well, and I did it. I tried out from day one, even when I didn't have the strength to, to one week, to three weeks, 21 days, two months, to a year, and now years. Wow, the result is amazing. And now I teach others that they can surely do it. I made the promise to live in holistic health daily through my own method that makes me whole in my body, my mind, and my relationships to people, to books, to money, and spaces. The one I teach in the now extraordinary course, teaching others to be extraordinary. Now I know 100% to be true, that to be extraordinary is to have discipline. It is committing to add the extra in ordinary. And that extra takes what I call discipline. Now listen to where I started. Creativity is a combination of discipline and a childlike spirit, said Robert Greene. Isn't that true? Now together, let's have our question for the week. And what is it that we are going to work on this week? I'll ask you. What area hurts you the most? The one that has messed up your life. Is it your mind? That is your emotional and intellect. Is it your body? That is your fitness and you not reaching your normal BMI. Is it your spaces? What does it look like that is causing you so much unrest regarding you having your life in order and having the health you deserve? Just start today. Do something about 5, 10, 20 minutes daily and tick the box daily. Tick one week. No, tick one day. 
take one week, then you go to two weeks, then to three weeks without fail. And the rest will be history. Trust me, only if you are determined to. Your brain will automatically demand for this new transformation because it benefits it. As I explained, it is healing for your body. Now, I felt it already, what you will look like. This is the journey to extraordinary. And together, join me as we affirm this journey in your life today. Let's go. I create with ease. I start my own journey to extraordinary today. Wherever I shall be at, my aim is to go higher. I am accomplishing everything that is imprinted on my heart to accomplish. I am highly proactive. I even surprise myself. It is who I am and it is what I am meant to do. And because I am extraordinary, I am attracting extraordinary opportunities towards me. I am highly organized. I am disciplined and I win in all my health. I start the discipline to take care of my mind, my body through exercise, healthy diet and hydration, as well as my spaces through decluttering and building rich relationships. I start today. Yes, I can do it. You have done well, my people. Now, this is me inviting you to the Extraordinary Program. You don't want to miss this one because it is detailed, as detailed as I have lived my life and learned to do the same and empower others to become extraordinary. I want you to join the waiting list so that you do not miss out on the depth of the communication that is required for you to prepare because you're preparing for the rest of your life, you know? Now I'm excited. It's a game changer, life transformational. Become the extraordinary like I see you becoming like you have always desired, okay? I look forward to seeing you on the other side of your click as I guide you through that journey. It's amazing. Thank you for joining me today as we create with no excuses, right? Your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa, here to add the glow to medicine and to cheer you on to your health. I'll see you next week. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.